Hi there, and welcome to Vox Talk, your weekly review from the world of voiceover. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli from Voices. Ever wondered if clients can hear how your day is going in your reads? Joining me today is voice talent and voiceover coach Gina Scarpa. We're going to cover what you bring into the booth with you, whether you know it or not. You may be surprised by just how much comes with you, but also about what you're about to hear. So welcome back to the show, Gina. Yay, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to see you. So Gina, we've been talking a little bit about this just, you know, in our own conversations, but what exactly is it that we are bringing into the booth with us each and every day? Okay, spoiler alert, the answer is everything. You bring everything into the booth. You bring the good and the bad and the ugly, everything that you've ever been through in your life, it does come into the booth with you, even if you're having a good or a bad day. What happens a lot of times with people, though, is they try to shove it down or repress it instead of embrace it. But this is my new thing for 2023. You're bringing it all into the booth, so I'm excited to talk about it with you today. <laughs> Woohoo! So, yes, that's exactly what we're going to do. We just have so much fun, Gina, when we talk about these things. And especially, I think, about the topics that most affect voice talent and how they work. So um, the spectrum of emotions that we feel can swing wildly throughout the day, depending on encounters that we've had, maybe some news we've received, be it good or bad, and, and you know, all those little things that enter your mind because you're scrolling through social media. Yes, I know most of us <laughs> do that. And we often see things that either we didn't mean to or don't want to or or get actually quite happy about, you know, but usually it's it's the the opposite of that. So um, how can we manage our emotions so that they don't bleed into our reads? That's a great question. I mean, first of all, I think the most important thing is to just accept them, accept that we're having, you know, maybe high or low emotions during the day. And we also want to work on regulating them and not repressing them, because I think that's where a lot of problems can come in, whether that's in your personal life or in the booth. And then just making sure that you're doing some self-care, especially breathing, which is something I'm, I've really actively been working on over the last year. It's kind of funny to say I'm working on my breathing, but it actually really helps just taking that breath and taking a minute and pausing because I think so often we just want to, you know, roll through it. But just that pause can really help a lot. It does. It really does. And I know that I often speak a lot faster when I'm not breathing enough. It's kind of like, I don't know if it's just energy or excitement, but like when you breathe, you not only sound more supported, but you can also just take in that message and share it that much better with people because they know what you're saying. (laughs) You're not tripping over your words. You sound like you're about to pass out. So I agree. Breathing, very important. So, um, you know, obviously we need to do certain things to get ourselves into the right headspace. And this might take a little bit of time, you know. Um, So what would you say, Gina, like how long should it take to to kind of bring yourself down from like a thousand feet to wherever you need to be? Is it a 30 second thing? Should it take five minutes or like what would it what do you think? Yeah, I feel like, you know, five minutes is the max that we should spend, especially when we're getting ready to work and do auditions or some booked jobs and things like that. I think any more than that. And then we're sort of getting bogged down within the emotions. So my advice is always to compartmentalize. You know, you might take five minutes to deal with it and say, okay, I'm going to put this in a little box. I'm going to put it on the shelf. I am going to deal with it later because if I leave it unprocessed and repressed, it's going to show up in so many other ways in my life. So it could be just a few minutes of breathing or stretching, just taking a little walk, you know, or just preparing yourself mentally for what you're about to do in voiceover. But I think any more than five minutes is too much. 
Right. And sometimes, and I'm just thinking back to an exercise I had done in, in high school for drama, and a lot of you probably have done it too. Maybe you call it a different name, but the rag doll. So just basically, you know, slumping yourself over from a standing position, just slumping yourself over so your head is hanging down, your arms are loose, and, and you just slowly, 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 almost painfully slow, you lift yourself back up. And you, you, you know, it's good for alignment, standing up straight, all that kind of thing. But you can also kind of leave some of those thoughts down on the floor. Like, not that you can open your brain and, like, you know, throw them out you know, yeah. on the floor. But it's kind of an idea of just, like, okay, well, I, I'm going to this position. But when I come back up, I'm going to have a different way of looking at things. I'm going to have a different way of, of perhaps taking on this character role or whatever it might be. It's just that, you know, 30 seconds maybe of that of that time that can really help you to, to just get yourself back to where you need to be. Yeah, I love that. I also, I do a lot of breathing, uh, especially lately. So I breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth, um, like in for four, hold, and then breathe out for eight. But when I blow out the air through my mouth, I think to myself, I'm blowing out the stress. I'm literally releasing it from me. And that has been super helpful as well. Um, so maybe, you know, both of those tips are, I think, really helpful for people if they're kind of struggling with how to just release the tension in their body or just let that emotion go. Either one of those things could be very helpful. Right, because we know that emotions, they, they come and go, it's true, but they don't go away right away. No. So from what you've experienced or observed, Gina, um, how much do unprocessed emotions affect a voiceover artist when they're performing? So, like, obviously it can affect them a lot or a little, but, uh, you know, well, what do you think? We'll just start there. <laughs> what, how, how do they affect them? Well, trapped or unprocessed emotions can cause all kinds of issues with, you know, just us as human beings. We know that those trapped emotions can cause things like anxiety, depression, burnout, fatigue. It can cause poor decision-making, poor sleep habits, poor eating habits. And then, of course, there's also heart, intestinal, autoimmune diseases, and all of these things. So just for those reasons alone, I think it's super important to be able to process and express your emotions in a healthy way. And from a voiceover perspective, I would say that it's it's just not so concrete or black and white. I mean, it can result in just a read that feels a little disconnected. And for casting directors, and I've worked on castings as well, not, not that I can ever pinpoint it and say, boy, I bet that person really just had a fight with their spouse, or I bet they're feeling really riled up today and stressed. I can't, I don't know exactly what it is, but something about the read can feel off compared to somebody else who is a lot more grounded, open, and just able to regulate their emotions a little bit more. So even though we can't put our finger on it, it can lead, I feel, to disconnected or disingenuous reads because you might be trying to fake it, you know, instead of just, again, accepting it and being open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like overcompensating for something like, you know, yes. oh, well, I'm sad today, but this is a happy read. So I'm going to really put the happy on. I'm going to make my smile three times bigger and it's going <laughs> to right up my eyes. My cheeks are going to burn at the end of this. Like that might be just a little too much, right? Like it, it yes. needs to come from a place, as you said, of authenticity and we're actually feeling what that is oh, and, and that you're you. comfortable in that place. Yes, exactly. I always say to people, what happens when they look at casting specs is they'll say like, happy, upbeat, you know, perky. And so, you know, especially if they're having a bad day, they're going to say, okay, I'm going to, let me try to sound happy. Let me try to sound upbeat. Just feel upbeat. Just feel happy. And if you're not feeling it in that moment, my next question to people when I'm coaching them is, what does this remind you of? I mean, can you give me another, give me a time that you felt happy and upbeat and excited about the possibilities of the future? We talk a little bit about that and I'll, okay, take that feeling, put it inside yourself, 
and now let's do the read. Instead of pretending or faking it, it just, I don't know, for me, it doesn't work. For some, I'm sure some people can really fake it till they make it, but for me, I just need to go about it in a really authentic way. So I think that can be very helpful. Yeah, and when you go about it in an authentic way, you're not having to remember, well, how, how did I get to that place or what do I need to keep doing? Because it's not an act. It's what you're it's actually real. feeling, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think that's far better, far better to have that be the foundation that you're working from than something where you're just constantly trying to, like, you know, keep up with it, you know, just to to kind of keep the illusion up that you feel a certain way. So very good points. Uh, as we were talking about this, something else came to mind. And, uh, you know, as we we're kind of referring to the feelings, you know, they're really strong. Uh, they can dissipate, you know, might take yeah. a little time, of course, as we know. And sometimes feelings kind of, they pop up and they're not on your schedule, right? Like you can't just say, yes. at this point of day, I want to feel this. And right now I can't feel that. I need to feel this. So that's not how it works. So um, how hard is it, would you say, to go from one frame of mind to another? And what are some ways that you've found have worked in a pinch? It can be very hard, I think, to go from one feeling to another in voiceover because our day is just so consumed with auditions or bookings and every project is different. And I think that changing your emotions at time at times can be very exhausting. I mean, just changing my emotions throughout the day is exhausting. Now we have to add on voiceover to it and I'm like ready for a nap at four o'clock. So, um, you know, one one thing, um, you know, could be grouping auditions together that that fit a certain, you know, emotion that you need to feel. That's definitely an option, you know, or you can just take a breath and take a beat in between each one. So you're not just rushing and like bing, 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 like from one thing to another. Just take a moment. You know, you just did one that was happy and upbeat. Great. Let's breathe for a minute. Now we're going to do warm and friendly. Okay. Let's breathe for a minute. Now we're going to do educational and informative and knowledgeable. So just even that pause before we go from the next thing can help us, you know, recenter and get ready for the next thing, again, in a very authentic and believable way. I love that. Like, I think people will now start to think in terms of, you know, like some people batch their auditions by genre. Well, what if you batch them by emotion? Yeah. Because that's maybe more the currency that you're working with um, because it's the emotional currency and that's where all the energy is coming from. And and not that words are just words or anything. I know that every genre has its own um, unique application and, and product service, whatever that goes with what, what you're talking about. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of the, the taxation on your body and your mind and just the constant switching, you know, like when someone's multitasking, they're, they're doing all kinds of things, but not doing any one of them well. Right. Like imagine if you could just take something like that emotional side or even just a kind of flavor of emotion and be like, okay, all my happy auditions, they're, they're happening now. All the ones where I need to be authoritative and stern or whatever, they're happening now. It isn't so much, you know, this, this, uh, I don't know, this very niche area of happy, you know, whatever that, right, that corner right. of happiness might be. Yeah. It's something else, you know, like, I, I think that that might be interesting. And, and you'd have to look at all the scripts before you do that just right. to kind of see where they fit. And that might take some time. But, but for all of the work you're doing, um, so far as just having to switch from one, you know, feeling to another, which is so hard. I mean, it's hard enough for people who are doing an animated series to jump from one character to another in, you know, the show. Yeah. But imagine having to change 
you know, from one way of feeling to another, like on a dime. I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting thing to think about. And if anyone is uh, blessed to have the ability to group their auditions in such a way, because I know that sometimes they just come in, you got to do them when they come yeah. in. And, you know, that's just how it happens. And you got to be good at, at a recentering yourself, if you will, and knowing kind of this read for that, this emotion here. Uh, wouldn't that just change the game? You know, that's just another way of looking at it. Certainly another way of thinking um, about how you're going to go and do your work. So, and maybe that's more of how it is. Maybe it's your work, not so much your auditions. You're going to group in your work life too. I'm going to do these sorts of emotional reads here or that kind of application there um, because it won't stress you out nearly as much to have to just be someone else. It's literally you're, you're taking your energy levels, your stress, the level of, um, I'm trying to think of a good word here, but but just the intensity that yes. might go mm -hmm. into reading something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I guess, yeah, anything that exhausts you perhaps should be, I don't know if you put that at the beginning or the end because you don't want to have nothing <laughs> left for the one at the end. Yeah. Right? Right. But you kind of like, it's almost more about managing your energy and your ability to do something than it is about what this particular job is specifically, if there's a deadline, then yeah, of course, prioritize that. Right. But, but there's there's more to it, I think, in voiceover. I think that's super interesting. That's something that came up as we, you know, you and I were talking and prepping for this episode. You had mentioned this kind of idea of grouping things together by energy. And I was like, wow, I never really thought about it. I mean, it's like, do I have the time to do that? I don't know. But if I did, I feel like that would be, you know, just a super interesting thing to try and see if that helps. Because sometimes when I'm feeling particularly tired and it could just be, Again, whatever is happening in the day, it could be the autoimmune disease that I have. It could be the stress of life or whatever. But sometimes when I get through reads, I, I feel like I, I almost feel like I can't breathe. Like I need to take a huge breath. Like I'm like, I'm exhausted. And it was a 30 second audition. <laughs> but that's because <laughs> I'm trying to like muscle my way through it instead of just kind of accepting it or just giving myself a minute. It's on those days when I'm really trying to charge forward like a bullet train instead of just giving myself those little pauses. So now I kind of want to try it as an experiment and then report back to you. And I feel like if anybody else listening would consider trying it and let us know what they think, I think that would be very interesting just to see if they notice if it felt any differently to them. Like how did it feel as you were grouping all these happy ones together and all these serious ones together? I wonder what that would feel like. I'm so interested now. Yeah, I love it. I, I can't wait. And it's truly like get back to Gina or myself or both of us. Yeah. You can, you can tag both of us and just say what your experience has been. And if you found value in that, now if it's less efficient for you to do it, then go back to whatever you're doing. Yeah. But if you find that it is more beneficial than not, uh, then give it a shot. So um, back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> um, so as we've talked about that and went down our little bunny we did, trail, we did. I hope people enjoyed our bunny trail. Um, so um, you know, you might have heard the old saying that a client might not pick you because of what they ate for lunch that day, you know, very subjective or, or what your, maybe it's that your voice reminds them of someone that they don't like, or there's, there's always some weird thing for why you might've done an amazing job, but you're just not the voice for that particular role. Um, so, but how true is that of a script that a talent doesn't feel particularly drawn to or agree with, but reads anyway? Like can clients tell, would maybe that set some their antennas off, the radar goes, oh, you know, I can sense that that they don't actually like this thing. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that sometimes I'll be reading something that I'm not really connected to. Or it might be something that, I don't know, like the beliefs of the 
script or kind of go against what I think really. So I tr- I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll try it. Like that's, I kind of read it. I'm like, all right, fine. So I got to get like two or three sentences in and I'm like going along and then I just stop myself. I'm like, no, this isn't it. Like, forget it. And either I will just say pass on the project or I will just say, like, let me just walk away from it, come back and see if I could feel more connected to it. So I definitely have caught myself in in those situations. But again, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, can a client tell if you're having a bad day? Can they tell if you're having a hard time with your emotions? Like, can they tell if you don't feel connected? Like, it's again, it's like that thing where it's like, I this happens to me when I'm listening to audition reads. I'm like, I can't quite put my finger on it. Like, I don't know what it is. I just know that it's like, it's not mm, like it's so close, but like, it's not it. And when I hear that connected, authentic read, I'm like, yeah, like that's it. And everybody else that I might've listened to, it's like, they are good. It's not like you're bad. You weren't chosen because you were bad. It's just, there's something about it that kind of pushes it over the edge. And who could say why anybody casts anybody in anything, right? Again, it's like, it's all a matter of personal preference. And we could have 10 casting directors cast the exact same project with the exact same pool of talent, and they would pick 10 different people. So very hard to say, but yes, there are times when you could just feel like something is just, I don't know, like it's just not connected. It's not all there. Yeah. And maybe that's what the client hears when it, maybe it isn't their turkey sandwich that is disagreeing with them. It could be that they don't sense the connection, you know, like it's, it's funny to don't want to throw clients under the bus for, oh, well, they've got all these excuses. And silly <laughs> things. But, but you know, sometimes it is a preference thing. Sometimes it is. Yeah. And sometimes it is uh, just a, I, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I don't sense that this, this person is the right voice for the job. And the talent, I would hope, I would hope senses that too when they look at a script, because that's a different level of maturity as an artist. If you see something that maybe doesn't fit with you mm-hmm. or what you, as you're saying, it, it kind of might feel even f- like disingenuous coming out of yeah. your mouth. But you know what's interesting is I just had done a workshop with a casting director who's very prominent in voiceover, very respected. And I read for them in the workshop, got great feedback. And I, I felt really nice about it. So then I went into a one-on-one with them and we had a great conversation. And I sent them my last three auditions that I had done for them and said, hey, is there anything here that's not working? Do I sound connected? Like, how do you feel? She said, everything sounds great. Again, it comes down to choice, whatever. Okay, so we have this great connection now. I know she thinks highly of me. The next day I get an audition from my manager for this casting director And the brand was just something I felt like I couldn't do. And it was because I work with kids and teens and I just, I'm a mom. And there was something about the brand that to me felt not inappropriate, but for me personally, I didn't feel comfortable. So I actually met with the casting director again and I said, hey, like, I'm so sorry, but I actually, um, I passed on that audition. I fit the specs so well. And I felt like I really could have given a very competitive audition. And she said, totally fine. Don't, I'm not here to, tell you what you should or shouldn't be comfortable with. Like, I was worried, oh my gosh, am I going to hurt myself with her? She's going to be like, don't be dramatic. Just read for the, you know, I said, I just, I, I can't do it. And she was like, it's totally okay. And I felt good about it. And then I felt even better about it when she said, if, if you're not connected to it or you don't agree with it, totally fine. Just, just pass and move on. Like, it's not going to affect you in the future. I still want to hear you read and I still think you're talented. So I think that's a great point as well. It's like having either the maturity or just the confidence to say, it's okay to pass on this audition if I'm not feeling it, if I don't agree with it. And more opportunities will continue to come. This isn't the be all and the end all. 
Right. No, I, I really appreciate you saying that, Gina, because I think that um, through the whole kind of show today, it's all been about authenticity. And I think that's really been something we've covered in our episodes in the past together is just this theme. And and it seems to be a theme in voiceover in general is because your voice is, is who you are in so many ways. And it is so connected to and And you can hear things in your voice that you wouldn't necessarily be able to pick up on if, say, someone typed out a message and could <laughs> edit it three, five times before they sent <laughs> yeah. it, right? Like you're hearing the raw emotion and your feelings and, and where you're coming from and whether or not something sits well with you. So I really appreciate that. But what I also appreciate is that the casting director had a rapport with you and was like, you know what? I, I don't want you putting yourself out there for something that doesn't fit for you. Right. Because I respect you as an artist. I already like you. I already know what you can do. And, right. you know, if, if not this time, then maybe the next one. Absolutely. I feel like if you're going into it and you're thinking to yourself, please don't book this, please don't book this. Like, I, <laughs> I, if I booked it, I wouldn't share it. If I would feel uncomfortable, you know, it's like, well, then maybe that's just a sign to you to pass. I mean, one of the great things about voiceover is how many opportunities there are. Like, I always tell people when they first come to me for coaching and they're new, I'm like, however much opportunity you think there is, it's like infinitely more. It's like, you know, <laughs> the like Marvel, like infinity verse. Like, there's just infinite ways that you could audition, infinite opportunities and things like that. So it's okay to walk away from something if you, again, not feeling connected, not feeling like you can do it, or even if you just need a break, you're done for the day. Okay, be done. Guess what? Guess what's going to be there tomorrow? Voiceover. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. It's okay. I'm going to get t-shirts. It's okay to walk away from the booth. <laughs> Yes, well, you do have t-shirts, and I, I, I think that's a nice little segue. I do. Go to Gina's <laughs> website. Look at the voiceover t-shirts. They're like some of them are really cute. I really like them. Uh, but anyway, that's that's a different. That's a little show. plug. That's, a, that's a little plug. But you know what? I will <laughs> say that all yeah. the clothing, all the proceeds go to helping students, and we've been able to sponsor some really great students who had financial need for you know equipment and things like that. And that's just another way that I think I I try to help even manage my own emotions is I found this purpose and trying to help other people too. And that's really helped me a lot. So um, yeah, if you ever want to help a voice actor out, feel free to reach out to me and I'll give you some ways. Yes, yes. And t-shirts. Yes, so, and um, t-shirts. <laughs> yes. And as we wrap up, because I know we're getting close, we've just got a couple yeah. more questions here. Um, but, you know, uh, we've talked a little bit about this, so maybe you don't have to dig too deep. But but everyone does want to do their best, obviously. Yeah. You know, you want to do right by your clients and the audience and the casting directors who are hearing you read. Uh, so all of that said, Gina, what is the best way to prepare for a session so that you're bringing the best that you can, you know, in all facets, you know, uh, be it physically, mentally and emotionally? I know there are other facets, but we'll start there. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, of course, I think it's really important to get a lot of rest, which is something that I often struggle with. And I've had conversations with Stephanie about I'm like always operating on like a good four to six hours of sleep. And I'm like, help. But that would be helpful. Obviously, <laughs> you know, hydrating, steaming is very helpful even some warm-up exercises. It doesn't have to be like talking. It could be singing, humming, whatever, breathing through a straw and things like that, as well as just, again, breathing before you get in there. I like to get into the booth, obviously, well before the session is going to happen, but just kind of sit there and like kind of prepare myself because besides the fact that I need to be like on, I guess, because I'm going to be acting and performing, is like I also need to interact with the client and everybody else as well. I mean, that takes a lot of energy. So I like to give myself just a few minutes before I go into it to just get ready for it. And I feel like that helps too, reading over the script, maybe looking at other things the brand has done, just to kind of give yourself the right tone and idea if you're able to look at that. Um, there's a lot of different things you can do that really help get you in the right headspace before you go into a directed session. Yes, I think that's important. You made a, a bit of a distinction there, a directed session. So um, that's how you're preparing to see other people, 
But how are you preparing just your day in general before you go in and and just start doing things on your own? I mean, I tend to just go, (laughs) I just go like full, I'm like up out of bed, showered, and I'm like, all right, it's time to go. I like to push forward in my day because I often find that if I kind of hesitate too long or kind of dilly-dally around, (laughs) like I'm not really going to get things done. So I like to think of my day always as moving, you know, forward and being ready for whatever's going to come. So I might prepare for the day. Of course, like I said, I'm going to just keep talking about breathing because I feel it's so important, but also like kind of visualizing what the day could look like ahead. Hard to know with voiceover because we never know, very unpredictable, but kind of setting your intentions for the day. What would I like to happen today? Get focused and think to yourself, like what needs to get done? What what was, you know, if I could get it done, that's nice. And what could just wait? I, so I feel like that's important to kind of prioritizing what the day ahead could look like before you go into the booth. So before you even you know, open your email before you open, you know, your DAW, your Adobe Audition, your Audacity, whatever you're using, like just sitting and taking a minute and looking at the day ahead, I think can be really helpful. That's great. Planning is a good thing. Also to-do lists or even just like that list of priorities, as you said, just mapped out. And, you know, hopefully you get through most of them. If you don't, it's like, well, there's tomorrow. Like voiceover will be here tomorrow. I don't need to stress myself out and to try to get everything done, right? So it's it's because it's about how you manage your energy and your ability and your, your even your willpower. Yes. You know, your willpower to keep going and, and to take the breaks where you need to. So, um, Gina, if there's a word of encouragement that you could leave us with today, what would it be? Oh my goodness. I feel like, first of all, I find so many people struggle with their confidence and feel stuck. And I'm always trying to get people to move forward. I I follow this author and speaker. Her name is Mel Robbins. And she's like a motivational speaker. She has a great book called Take Control of Your Life. And you can follow her on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. One of the things she says is the minute you feel like you're, you aren't sure if you can move forward, you got to move in five seconds. Otherwise, you're going to stay stuck. So I feel like we always want to be moving forward in a positive direction. And every moment that we hesitate, somebody around us is making a move forward. Nothing terrible can happen by taking a chance and moving forward. And also, finally, just embracing all of those emotions. I know it can be hard, but one of the best gifts voiceover has given me is just, like I said, is really bringing it all into the booth because I used to have so many walls up. I'm, I'm very different than I used to be just a couple of years ago. You probably would be surprised. I was very sarcastic. I was very closed off in certain ways. And 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 now I just feel may, way more open and happy. And that's just been wonderful in my life and in voiceover. So just accepting and embracing your emotions and the things that you've been through, they make you unique and they make you special. And they give you a unique perspective on voiceover scripts that nobody else could have because nobody else has gone through what you've gone through. Couldn't have said it better myself, Gina. Thank you so much for joining us today. And it's always so wonderful to see you and to hear from your heart too. So thank you. Thank you. I loved this episode. Thanks for having me. And that's the way we saw the world through the lens of voiceover this week. Thank you for listening and for following Vox Talk. Our special guest today was the exceptionally talented and warm-hearted Gina Scarpa. So if you'd like to learn more about Gina, you can visit her at ginascarpa.com. And for voiceover coaching, go to positivevoicesct.com. For Voices, I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Vox Talk is produced by Jeff Bremner. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.